0: Hello and welcome to The Lucy Liu Show, the fueling station for your mind, business, and life. And now, here's your host, Lucy Liu. Hello, hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to
1: episode 121 on The Lucy Liu Show. This is Lucy Liu. I'm all about being your biggest cheerleader and guidance to reaching your success and happiness and know that your success and happiness lie in you. Believing in yourself is the first secret to success and that you get to define what success means to you. Today on the show, I have Dr. Ruth Gautian. She is a coach, a mentor, a keynote speaker, and author of her new book, The Success Factor. She shares the stories of extreme high achievers and interviewed Nobel Prize winners, former NASA chief astronaut founders and CEOs and MBA champions, and shares her study results of how these high achievers unlock the path to success. In addition to publishing in academic journals, she is a contributor to Forbes and Psychology Today, where she writes about optimizing success. And that's what she's here to share with us today. The success factors, developing the mindset and skill set for peak performance. Enjoy our conversation. Welcome to the show, Ruth. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Awesome. So you have done a lot of research and studies. Who are the high achievers that you have targeted for your research?
0: I study extreme high achievers, those who really create a paradigm shift in the way we do things, they have just moved their field forward. But they're also really good people in that they give back in some way, either individually or in groups. So I have interviewed a ton of Nobel Prize winners and astronauts and Olympic champions and Fortune 500 CEOs and senior members of government just to figure out how they got to their career. It's not what you can Google about them, but it's everything that it took to get there, everything that's below the waterline. Thank you. What did you find that these high achievers have in common? So these high achievers really have four things in common that they all do. And these same four things really means that an astronaut, is just like an Olympian. And if that's the case, these are skills that we can all learn. So I reversed engineered their path to success and created a blueprint for it. And I am happy to share those four things if, if you're interested. Absolutely. Okay. So the first thing is these extreme high achievers love what they do. They have tapped into their intrinsic motivation. They would do this for free if they could. Remember, astronauts are government workers, or at least they used to be. Um, And so they're certainly not doing it for the paycheck. They are doing it because they cannot imagine anything else that they would be doing in this world. So find your passion and purpose and figure out what it is that you love doing. When that happens, you have a level of perseverance, which is unmatched, because you are going to get the job done. You are going to be exceptional at it. You are not dropping your pen at five o'clock. And when you are faced with a challenge, you will actually start viewing it very differently. So instead of wondering if you will overcome the challenge, because we all have challenges, Extreme high achievers, they have the confidence that they'll overcome it. They just think to themselves, what is this strategy that I haven't thought of yet? So their entire focus shifts to how to overcome the challenge. It's not if, it's how. So that perseverance is number two. The third one is that they have a really strong foundation, which they are constantly reinforcing. Some of the things that they did early in the career are the same things that they are doing later in their career. They don't rest on their laurels and say, just because I got the medal, I don't need to work out or do science anymore. The same things that they did early on are the same things that they do even after they've reached that fame and fortune. And finally, the last one you heard Mark Cuban and Warren Buffett and Bill Gates they read 3 to 8 hours a day. That's actually not what made them billionaires. What made them so successful is that they were open to new knowledge. They said, "I don't know all the answers, but I could learn from other people." So, they actually they they read that works for them, and that might work for you too. It certainly works for me, but there are so many other ways that we can open ourselves up to new knowledge. Sure, we can read books, we can read articles, we can read blogs, we can listen to podcasts such as this one, hopefully I'm dropping some good nuggets here. But there's also YouTube videos, and maybe there's some trusted sources on social media that you enjoy following. Also, talk to people, talk to interesting people, you will learn something new. And all of the extreme high achievers, they surround themselves with a team of mentors, who believe in them often more than they believe in themselves. So if you're able to do all those four things and you have to do those four things together, you will definitely raise your success levels.
1: Thank you for sharing those with us. And I definitely believe all those trades of high achievers, all those skills can be learned, right? Absolutely. You mentioned that high achievers are lifelong learners. I love that. Absolutely. Yeah. Love that because I am myself a, a lifelong learner. I'm a course junkie. I love working with coaches myself. So what are the other ways adults can learn new things?
0: Right. And, you know, we're adults and we're working. So going to the classroom for eight hours a day or for multiple hours for a week or a month, it's just not sustainable. That just doesn't work with our lifestyle. And frankly, not everyone wants to sit in a classroom. So there are so many other ways that we can learn. So we talked about read on your own time, read some of your favorite books, books, journals, articles, podcasts, but you can take online courses as well. And there's so many that you can choose from. LinkedIn Learning, Courseria, Skillsoft, your organization might have some. You could just go on, on YouTube and just drown there. There's so many things. And right now, especially during the pandemic, there are free webinars on every conceivable topic. You can learn so much. So you start by watching the webinar or listening to a podcast and you can say, oh, I really love that speaker. I want to learn more from that person you do a quick Google search and you find out they have a podcast, they have a book, they have other courses, and you can really dive into that. And when you start doing that, and you start opening yourself up to these things, you will see how much you learn. Because the more you learn, the more you realize how much you don't know. And once you start seeing it, you want to start learning more and more and more. So just surround yourself with really interesting people.
1: Absolutely. In your research, how do these high achievers deal with their
0: challenges? Yeah, there's definitely a ton of challenges, just like, you know, all of us have imagine you've been training for the Olympics for all this time, your your entire career, and then there's a global pandemic, and the Olympics are postponed for a year, there's nothing really that they can do about it. But what they can do, and this is what extreme high achievers do, is they can control what they can control. And that is how they focus. They don't worry about the Olympics were postponed for a year, there is nothing they could have done about that. But they can control everything they do on every day leading up the Olympics. And they try to milk the most out of every day, they want to make sure that they get their workouts, that they get good training, that they are eating appropriately, that they are resting appropriately, that they're being inspired and motivated and have the right amount of downtime. That is so critical knowing how to balance all of that. But the key point here is control what you can control, you cannot control everything around you, but you very much can control how you respond to those external forces. So you definitely need to respond, not react.
1: I agree wholeheartedly, because what we focus on grows, right? So you need to focus on those circumstances, those factors that you can control instead of just circumstances, because circumstances are neutral. Always remember that you get to decide if this circumstance is positive or negative. And high achievers definitely see the positive in things instead of the negatives.
0: Right. And they're also learning from every opportunity. So every opportunity is a growth opportunity. And they crave feedback because for them, feedback is not a critique, it's an opportunity for enhancement. If you ever watched Michael Phelps swim, right after he gets out of the water, he's running to his coach they're looking over every stroke, every turn. Why? Because they know, he knows that that feedback can make him better, stronger, faster. So we really need to start thinking like athletes or musicians because they are craving that feedback because for them it's an opportunity for enhancement and we need to start doing the same absolutely that's a
1: beautiful role of mentorship absolutely i think that's the difference between someone who wins the lottery right and they go broke soon after yeah. or someone who you studied right like getting a nobel prize or the olympic medal they don't crumble after just a while they succeed right. and they they sustain that
0: success they do, because they always have, remember, they tapped into their intrinsic motivation. And that's what was so critical. Because by tapping into the intrinsic motivation, what you would do for free, if you could, that passion and purpose that you have, it's never about a gold medal. It's never about winning the Nobel Prize. That was a great milestone they hit. But if you ask Any Olympian, they will tell you that the Olympics was a chapter in their life. It was not their entire story. And all but two of the Olympians who I interviewed, only two Olympians had the medals on display. Everyone else had it in the nightstand, in a a brown paper bag, in the sock drawer, in a box under the bed, in the safe. One person, Scott Hamilton, gave them all away to the Figure Skating Hall of Fame. He doesn't have any of them because that's not who they are. There's always more that they want to achieve. Because remember, these are the people who are creating paradigm shifts and moving a field forward. There's always something next. It's never about the medal. It's always about a bigger goal. I love that. So
1: how do you think regular young women can take away from your book, how to find their passion if they haven't found it?
0: Yeah, you know what, even if we find the passion, it's a moving target, right? So whenever we have a change, such as a new partner, a move, a child, a new job, a pandemic, whatever it is, we have to reevaluate our passions, right? We've all seen so many people that it's changed because of the pandemic. So When I coach people, I actually take them through a passion audit, which means we focus on what is it they're good at? What what is it that enjoy it? Or B, they're not really good at it. And then the last one is what do they love doing so much that they would do for free if they could? And they might already do that, right? Think about your volunteer organizations. Think about what you're doing on your free time. And maybe there's a way to bring part of that into your current role because there's actually research that shows if you spend just 20% of your time doing what you love, then you will be able to enjoy your job that much more because the other 80% want to do their own passion audit, they could just go to my website at ruthgotian.com slash passion audit, and they can download it for free and and do it on their own and get started.
1: I love that. I think auditing our lives in terms of passion in terms of our goals, how you're spending your time, your boundaries, your values and your priority, all these things that are important in life needs to be reevaluated every half a year or so right And every, every time, time there's a change. Yes, and those times of change are so essential and imperative to our growth because that's when you go from a caterpillar to a
0: butterfly right? Mm, yes oh yes, absolutely. Well said. And you know, as women, one of the things that we need to do, I tell people, make a list of every committee, special project and task force that you're on. And at the top of your page, put your next goal, and then start looking at all these committees, special projects and task forces that you're on. And I'm sure that list is double digits. And if it does not directly align with your goal, then you need to get rid of it. So I tell people, if it does not align, you must resign. You must step away from that committee, that task force or that special project, because it's not helping you achieve your goal. And at the end, it's going to drag you down because it's too time consuming and too draining. So in your life, do you have a favorite quote that you go by? <laughs> I have so many. But my favorite one is they said to her, you cannot withstand the storm. She said to them. I am the storm.
1: Ooh, I love that one. I've heard of that and thank you for that beautiful reminder. So tell us more about your book.
0: Yes, the book is called The Success Factor. And it's based on my research with all of the Nobel Prize winners and astronauts and Olympic champions and all these amazing, amazing people. And I talked about the four elements of success, the intrinsic motivation, the perseverance, the strong foundation, and the learning through informal means. And you will hear how these incredible high achievers actually practice this. So you will actually hear their stories. So you will hear from everyone from the founder and CEO of Build-A-Bear Workshop, Maxine Clark, to Dr. Peggy Whitson, who is the former NASA chief astronaut who spent more days in space than any American astronaut, to Olympians like Apollo Anton Ono, the most decorated winter Olympian, and Dr. Tony Fauci, who's leading um, the coronavirus task force in the United States, you will hear all of their stories in this book. So the book is called The Success Factor. It's now available for pre-sale all over the world, wherever you enjoy buying books, Amazon, Walmart, Barnes & Noble, probably independent bookstores as well. And it launches in January.
1: Thank you so much. Thanks, Lucy.
0: To all the beautiful souls listening, thank you
1: for joining me on this episode of The Lucy Lou Show. When I'm not podcasting, I am coaching high-achieving women in life transitions, getting unstuck,